in this bulletin. The future of an Australian visa for wealthy investors in doubt. Large parts of Queensland to be affected by tropical cyclone Kiralee. And in tennis, Carlos Alcaraz advances to the Australian Open quarterfinals for the first time. With the latest from the SBS Newsroom, I'm Sunil Awasti. The decision by the federal government to pause applications for the Significant Investor Visa, or Golden Visa, has been welcomed by Transparency International Australia and an immigration policy scholar. The visa required a minimum investment of $5 million in Australia in exchange for automatic permanent residency. Unlike other visas, holders of the investor visa weren't required to learn or speak English, and it had no age limit. Federal Home Affairs Minister Claire O'Neill says the visa, introduced by the Gillard government in 2012, is part of a broken system that the federal government has inherited. Options to change the visa are being considered as the government looks to boost skilled migration. Abel Rizvi is a former Deputy Secretary of the Immigration Department, who is now a scholar on immigration policy. He says it's a wise decision to move away from the visa. In my view, the best thing to do with this investor visa would be to abolish it and find a way of dealing with the backlog of applications. The backlog's very large. I think the government should return this visa to one which encourages people to invest in new and innovative businesses in Australia, employ Australians and run those businesses successfully. They are the people this visa should be targeting. Emergency authorities in Queensland are monitoring the formation of a storm system that is set to hit the north of the state as a potential Category 3 cyclone. Tropical cyclone Kiralee is set to develop in the Coral Sea today and strengthen before it hits north Queensland and then moves back to the state's south. Laura Bokel from the Bureau of Meteorology says more information on which areas will be hardest hit will become clearer in coming hours but the impacts could be very severe. With a lot of tropical lows, they do carry a large amount of water with them and they can certainly produce large rainfall areas that can lead to both flash flooding and riverine flooding. Uh, So we are urging all Queenslanders really to stay across this situation as this low pressure system could really affect large parts of Queensland. We will start to see flooding impacts from Thursday and then continue for the long weekend and potentially well into next week as well. The state is facing its third natural disaster and second cyclone in a month. Queensland State Disaster Coordinator Shane Chalepi is urging residents to be prepared. This is the time to do the planning now, both from a state emergency response level that we're doing, but from a personal level, making sure that you have those supplies, making sure that you have batteries in your radio in case you lose power, making sure that you have long-life food products in your house, making sure you have fuel, making sure your uh, telephones are charged and that you've got spare battery packs for your telephones. Stay connected to our messaging. Uh, These systems, as we know, can change quite quickly. A study has found people in disadvantaged regions of Queensland are at more risk of dental decay because of a lack of fluoride in their water supply. It has prompted calls for the Queensland Government to reclaim responsibility for putting fluoride in water. The University of Queensland study has found 61 out of the state's 77 local government areas do not have water with fluoride in it. That affects more than 1 million people. The proportion of the population with access to water with fluoride in it is lower in Queensland than in all other Australian states and territories. The state government handed over responsibility for putting fluoride in water to local councils in 2012. 
An inquiry into the justice system's responses to sexual violence is to hear from survivors on how to make the system less traumatic. Judge Lisi Kadelka, who has 25 years of experience, and former Judge Marsha Neve have been appointed to lead the inquiry. It will look into promoting just outcomes for people who have experienced sexual violence and minimising re-traumatisation through the process. The Australian Law Reform Commission undertaking the inquiry will report back by late January 2025. The federal government committed $8.4 million over three years in the 2022 budget to pilot specialised and trauma-informed legal services for victim survivors of sexual assault. A new intimate partner homicide dashboard, which will provide more up-to-date reporting, was announced last November. Relatives of Israelis held hostage by Hamas militants have interrupted a parliamentary committee session in Jerusalem, demanding politicians do more to try and free their loved ones. The 20-person protest came after Israel's government announced the death of another hostage. Some 130 hostages are still being held by Hamas in Gaza after others were brought home in a temporary truce last November. European foreign ministers are pushing for a two-state solution to the Israeli-Palestinian conflict as they meet in Brussels to discuss the situation in Gaza. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu has rejected Palestinian statehood and has described plans for open-ended military control over Gaza. The Foreign Minister of Germany, Annalena Baerbock, says she sees the two-state solution as the only solution for a durable peace. Israel can only have security when the Palestinians can have security and dignity. And the Palestinians can only live in dignity, security and freedom when Israel has security. That is why the two-state solution is the only solution. And all those who want to have none of it haven't come up with an alternative so far. There can only be peace when there is peace for all people in the region. The ministers will hold separate meetings with Israeli Foreign Minister Israel Katz and with the Foreign Affairs Minister of the Palestinian National Authority, Riyad al-Maliki. Israel Katz says he is in Brussels to seek support for Israel's campaign to dismantle Hamas. Back Israel to dismantling the Hamas terror organisation that took Israel, attacked Israel very brutally. And we have to uh, bring back our security. Our brave soldiers are fighting in the very hard conditions to bring back our hostages and restore security for the citizens of Israel. In tennis, Carlos Alcaraz has powered into the Australian Open quarterfinals for the first time. The 20-year-old Spaniard needed just one hour and 50 minutes to defeat Serb Miamir Ketsmanovic in uh, straight sets, 6-4-6-4-6-love, to set up a clash with the sixth seed, Alexander Zverev. Alcaraz has told Channel 9 he's looking forward to that match. I hope to, to play a, a really tough match against him. I love playing against against him, against Sasa. Uh, I think both of us bring a, a high-intense tennis, a high level of tennis, I think, for the crowd as well. It's a, it's a great match, so I, I will try to put my, my 100%, my best tennis, and uh, let's see what happens. I'm Sunil Awosti. That's the latest from the SBS Newsroom.